This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's with these Mondays getting me down? Why do they make me beef? God, what I need is two decent guys to help me to seize the... Just like Buddy Holly. Yeah. Oh, and, you're oh, and I'm very Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore. <laughs> I accept it. Uh, that was written by Emily Jane Peters. And we can find her on the tubes, which I think she means YouTube. Fair. Uh, I'm glad I called out for more Weezer parodies. Uh, I forgot that I can just sort of put things in the ether and our talented fans can do them. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, is there anything you want to ask for now that, like, people are listening to you? I guess a Blink-182 cover would be good. Yeah, that would be nice to hear. Also, if everybody Venmoed me some cash. Oh, that's, like, as a tip or, like, a... <laughs> Not, Not a, a tip. tip. <laughs> you, it's the, still the same money. You're still getting money. You just want I to... don't want their charity. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you just don't want to call it charity. I just want the cash. <laughs> Why? What's the bad about it? Just at least being called gratuity. Don't, don't call it gratuity. <laughs> it is like gratuitous. I'm their servant. I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god! They work for me. So you want them to give you money and then think about it in a way where it's not considered. Tip. Where I'm still king. <laughs> a king can still take. That's probably one of the king's biggest. Yeah. Well, advantages that's good. We'll call it their dues. Oh, like they owe it to you. Yeah, that's it. And then, <laughs> now I'm happy. Now, now you're talking. <laughs> now you get it. You finally understand, Blumenfeld. You egghead. You dipshit. Uh, thanks to Emily Jane Peters for writing that song. Uh, this is a bonus Thursday episode. Uh, also on Thursdays, we forgot to mention this last time, we're releasing videos on our HeadGum facebook page and youtube page yeah we're making videos folks uh it's so far the series is called jeffrey the dumbass it's about our intern jeffrey and the premise is that he's uh he's a dumbass he's a dumbass 
Very well put together, though. Oh yeah, yeah. He very he has the air of someone who's very capable and not a dumbass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what he, looks, he, says, he should be taking over the world on yeah, the rise, a yeah. young man on the rise. But then sometimes he just can't walk. Yeah. Uh, so check those out on uh, Facebook.com/headgum or YouTube.com/headgum. Uh, but this is our first bonus Thursday episode in a while. It's been a minute. Jeez, I don't even know how to act. Like. The vibes are completely different. Thursdays are so much more exciting than Mondays. We're recording this on a Wednesday, so this is going to be out tomorrow, correct? Yeah, tomorrow. Which means we'll, tomorrow we're also going to be in Minnesota. Oh, shit, that's true. So there are some people listening Minnesota. to this. Minnesota. Remember that from the Jake and Amir episode? Oh, yeah. Minnesota? How about a mini-soda? And how did you get a soda that small? <laughs> how did we get a soda that small? I think they straight up made them that small. Uh, oh, like Coca-Cola did? Yeah, they had little mini ones. Yeah, yeah. I did. I remember I wanted it to be like thimble size. Oh, even smaller still. (laughs) I wanted it to be like a dollhouse soda. Or like uh, one of those small, cute ketchup or like sriracha things. Or or is it a. No, it's a hot sauce thing. They make like really really small small bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That, but a Coca Cola classic. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) I'll drink to that. (laughs) Clink. We are in Minnesota, I should say. Uh, Our show tonight is in Minneapolis. Then tomorrow, Chicago. The day after, Detroit. That's right. And then what the hell are we supposed to do? What are we going to do with our lives? What happens after, after the shows? That? Or when we're done with the Like when we come back? Are you yeah. talking about like after party or are you talking about like... Uh, I guess we should talk about after parties. Cause, but I was talking about the sad reality of not having another tour planned. Mm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I guess we're, we go back to Australia. That'd be great. All right, great. Thanks, man. Sweet. Appreciated it. Uh, so this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Joshua. I'm Joshua, too. I'm also Joshua. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I changed my name, actually. Oh, I thought of a good fake name for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pretty exciting. What do you think of? All right. Forget everything you knew about Amir. Uh-huh. Introduce yourself to me. <laughs> hey, I'm Jake. Hey, Noah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's trying so hard. Noah? <laughs> Noah. I know a, a Noah. Yeah, I guess because it's Old Testament, so it's still Jewish, yeah, but still I, cool. It's Sounds cool, like you play acoustic like, guitar. Yeah. Um, it's Jewish by accident. Yeah. you And it fits with Blumenfeld, I think. Totally. If it were, Like, you could name your son that. That'd be cool for your son. But you can't take that name. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, it's going to be fucking wasted on my twerp of a kid. Okay. Hey, it's going to be all right. Noah? <gasps> Noah? <laughs> Why don't I give myself the name Noah, and then he can get something shitty like Amir? Yeah, so it stays in the family. God, my parents fucked me so he's hard. he's 33, he could be smart enough to change it like his old man. <laughs> Noah. God, Noah's take charge like that. They don't give a shit about, like... How much shit costs? You think I don't think Noah's a very like alpha male name. It feels uh, like, but Noah's I'm not an alpha like, male guy, right? It but I'm saying me. like you don't. He doesn't take charge of anything. Oh, okay. He's like an easygoing dude. Yeah, so easygoing that he actually went to a courthouse to change his name legally. <laughs> but uh, the probably one thing, did it online. The one thing it doesn't work is like Jake and Noah. Mm. Not as good. No, that's more of a band. Jake and Noah, or Noah and Jake. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, all right. So these are, as always, real emails from real people. Concerned citizens, confused prisons. Uh, they're seeking our advice, our wisdom, our guidance. We're going to do our best to provide it for them. These are questions. Jake's going in blind. These are four questions I found last night. 
Yeah, I had shit to do this morning, so I didn't. I didn't. Uh... Well, you also texted me saying you overslept and that you didn't do anything this morning. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm actually a little hungover <laughs> right now. Uh, all right, this is written from a female in Australia. Oh, like I just mentioned, we trying to come back, honey. Oh wait, this is a guy. Okay, still we trying to come back, honey. Uh, got an Australian guy's name. Uh, Hugh Jackman. I feel like we've done this before, but yeah, whatever. What else is there other than, oh, what about Heath Ledger? Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Heath Jackman writes, I'm a 20-year-old male from Sydney, Australia, and I've got a question that will require equal parts of your expertise. I live on campus and therefore have the chance to meet a lot of people from overseas. And let me tell you, there have been a fair few of European dimes staying over here. However, that's not the point. There's this one American girl that I've known for eight months. Keep in mind that I'm not attracted to her whatsoever, be it mentally or physically. However, the other night she got drunk and could not keep her hands off me. She kept grabbing my dick, and after I repeatedly told her not to, my basic thinking with my dick instincts kicked in, and she ended up blowing me. Walking home that night felt extremely weird, but she sure did suck a mean dick. Now... She continuously messages me about fucking her and asks to come over nearly every night. Most of the time, I make up excuses. However, I'm wondering if I should just smash and dash, considering she's only in the country for a few more weeks. Is this wrong, knowing that she likes me and I have zero feelings for her? I'm not attracted to her, but I'd rather get a root and boot than just sit at home masturbating. Love, Keith Keith Jackman. Jackman. The only he doesn't have a girlfriend, right? No, he just he just feels bad because he doesn't like this person. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're you can't even understand where this guy's. I don't even understand the premise of the question. <laughs> uh, not have sex? What is that to not have it for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your nose is bleeding. Uh, you can't I, even compute. She's only around for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You don't have to root and boot. You can root and she's going to boot. Yeah, she's going to boot. That's what I don't get. I think that if she was around for a long time, I don't think it's right to just like fuck once and never uh, be in touch with that person again. Yeah. But if she wants to have <laughs> sex with you yeah. and she's going to leave the country, yeah. you might as well just have sex for a while. Well, I'll play up. devil's advocate. Okay. One... Uh, it's leading her on. She's giving. She's getting like this. Oh, this guy's into me vibes. Okay. I, can I can I combat as as you do this? Okay. Or do you want me to save it for afterwards? <laughs> uh, yeah. Give me the second one. All right. Fine. Before I forget it. Uh, two. It, if somebody's annoying to you a little bit now, it's going to be a lot annoying to you later. More texts. More calls. More like. I can see a world where she's like crying or like opening up to you. Like, how could you do this? Mm-hmm. Getting mad. So There's a me, world where she can get mad or upset at you. May I play angel's advocate? <laughs> you may play angel's advocate. Uh, first of all, I think it's putting feelings on her to say he, she likes him too much. Uh, and like fucking her is going to lead her on and make her like him more. Uh-huh. She very well just might be an American girl from from the States, came over to uh, Australia because she wants to fuck a strapping Australian. And she just wants to get it done. So like... She grabbed his dick. She wants She wants to get fucked. That's going to happen. And she might be like, I don't like your personality at all. I think you're you're the worst. Mm-hmm. But you, I just needed to fuck. So, like, they they actually might have more in common than they think. Okay. That's happened to me before. Uh-huh. Uh, two, I can see, I, I concede that uh, 
usually when uh, you're unattracted to something about somebody as if you like dig deeper into this relationship, it's going to be worse than you think. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also think since there's a, there's like an end date to her time in your country, then that definitely makes it seem more appealing. I feel like that's the thing that's like, all right, at the very worst, she, she can't uh, like walk into your apartment one night because she won't be living in the same hemisphere. Yeah. So in that sense, I understand that it's uh, giving him a very finite end date. So he, I can understand the gray area. But I will say that uh, sometimes it might not be worth it. Like if, a, if somebody you're really not attracted to wants to have sex with you and you find her very uh, emotionally and physically unattractive, it might be better to, as he says, just sit at home and masturbate. Yeah, I guess if you're emotionally and physically unattracted to somebody, there's not much of a point in having sex. I I would just challenge his assertion that he's not attracted <laughs> to her because he did get an erection when uh, she gave him a blowjob. Yeah, but then she, he said that she's really good at it. So maybe that's an attractive quality. <laughs> as long as there's one redeeming characteristic, you can go for it. What would you do if you were him? I would have had sex with her that night. And then, again? Uh, potentially. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> uh, sober meetups, hangups, or just like this, I'm, it's, I'm drunk and it's late and I'm, I might as well check in on her. Probably the, more the, uh, the, the, drunk, the drunk and late night ones. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. As and long as everybody's cool. As long as everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Nobody's taking advantage of anybody. We're all we're all in equal understanding. Yeah, why don't you just be completely honest with her? Be like, hey, you're great at having sex. That sounds great. I just don't want to lead you on in any way. That way, yeah. you, you, you're experiencing this thing a little more guilt-free, if you are feeling guilty at all. Maybe that's what I would do. I don't know. That is what you would do. It's hard to put myself in the mind of a sexy 20-year-old Australian male. I mean, my God. Oof, can you imagine, imagine his hair? Long and blonde, probably, right? Just like Heath's. <laughs> uh, all right. Why don't we uh, answer a female question? About time. Do you have a lady in your life? Uh, she's 19 and, let's say, American. Oh, right. I was just trying to think of Australians. Yeah, but not all uh, these people are from Australia. Demi Lovato. <laughs> That's really good. Is she 19? <laughs> Seems like it could be. Uh, hey, guys. I need serious help, writes Demi. I'm 19, and I've been my boyfriend with my boyfriend for two years. When we first started talking, my boyfriend and I both agreed that we wanted to get married young. Recently, we haven't been doing that great at all. I don't feel like he cares about me at all and is only staying with me because breaking up is inconvenient, although he says this isn't true. So obviously I'm confused. He's also said that he's changed his mind about marriage and wants to wait until he's 30. And I don't want to get married now, but I'm not dating anyone for 10 years. I'm just not. Now, this is where it gets sticky. I met a guy on Whisper, and we really enjoyed talking to each other, so we moved it to Snapchat. It soon escalated to chatting nonstop. And then calling. Recently, he told me he loves me. He doesn't know that I have a boyfriend, and my boyfriend knows that we're friends, but not to the extent it's gotten to. I don't want to end things with my boyfriend, especially because things have been great as of recently. <laughs> but he's afraid to step up, and I don't want to date a man-child. And I definitely don't want to date him for 10 years. 
this guy I'm talking to loves me, and I love him too. Oh no! I just think that, uh, <laughs> and I love him too. I just don't think that Ten I love different him. People wrote this email. <laughs> I just don't think that I love him romantically. Recently, I told him that we should just be friends, and while he seemed cool with it, he backed off about ninety percent, and I miss him. Should I wait for my man-child boyfriend to step up? Or should I tell him that if he doesn't step up now, then we're done and explore my Snapchat guy further? I don't want to lose either, but I feel like I'm in a position to lose both. Help. Thanks, guys. I hope you don't think I'm a terrible person. Love, Demi Lovato. Uh, I don't think you're a terrible person. (laughs) I think you're uh, incorrect in much of the way you handle your business. It's hard. She's a teenager. What the fuck is Whisper? (laughs) Isn't Whisper the one where... You, like, don't know who you're talking to? Wasn't there something where, like, you're chatting but anonymously with strangers who are happen to be in your vicinity or something like that? Can I look it up? Yeah, sure. I think, I think it came up in a podcast where it's, like, you arrive in a city and then, like, it just opens a chat window. And it's, like, kind of like uh, the chat roulette thing where you are chatting with someone but you don't know who exactly they are and they don't know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. But then if you like them, then you can move it to a more permanent thing like Snapchat. That's a sort of a sign to your actual person. Are you downloading Whisper right now? God, no, not downloading. I'm just reading about it. And? You're, you're, you're correct. Uh, allows you to, users to send messages anonymously and to receive messages or and receive replies. Users post messages known as Whispers, which are displayed as text superimposed oh. over an image automatically retrieved from Whisper's own search engine or uploaded by the user. It's kind of like Tinder, but everyone's matched with everyone. Isn't Everyone's like, talking to everyone. Post secrets used to be like that that popular blog where people would just like post their secrets anonymously. Yeah. Right. It's like, I feel so, so good to get it off my chest in a way that doesn't actually impl- implicate me in it. That sounds like one of the most dangerous fucking apps because it's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, everything's anonymous, but it's not. <laughs> Someone it's knows. all connected to your fucking phone. People. The this whisper. is not anonymous. Zark- it can become unanonymous at any time. <laughs> Zark Fuckerberg probably knows because Facebook's of- investing in Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I mean, like you, you text it. You, everybody's seen like the iCloud get hacked and people's emails get hacked and, and you said things you didn't want to say there. But Jesus, you literally use this two post <laughs> incriminating things. That's right. Not anonymous. It's like putting a note in a wall. Oh, except it's fucking attached to your IP address and your <laughs> phone number. Anyway. Um, good Lord. Good Lord. Anyway. This uh, lady is, I would say, romantically confused. She's she's a teenager, so I feel like she's feeling all these things all at the same time. I right. love this guy. I don't like this guy. My boyfriend, I want to get married. Maybe I don't. I think everything is firing and the synapses are going off all at the same time. And she's like, depending on her mood or time of day. Yeah. I mean, one thing is clear. You date somebody from 17 to 19, and then you start thinking about other people. You fall in love with somebody you meet on Whisper and Snapchat. <laughs> then that means your relationship's not necessarily built to stand the test of time. And it's good that you're finding out now, instead of 10 years down the line, when you're thinking about actually marrying with somebody that you've been with for 12 years, and and, and it's and it's not going to last then either. Right. So... The thing to do here is break up with your boyfriend, and not because he couldn't step up, and not because he's a man-child. He's a man-child. He's also evolving, and he's changing, too, just like you are, and it sounds like you shouldn't be in a relationship, because he's changing his mind about when he wants to get married. You're falling in love with strangers over anonymous apps. You guys just should not 
be together. Yeah. And or, that's good. That's fine. This is what I'll say. If you're really meant to be, break up. And then down the line, after you've explored other options, You'll once reconnect you're reconnect on Whisper. Yeah, reconnect on Whisper, Snapchat. Once you're a fully formed adult, I'd say like who you are at 17 is so different than who you'll be as a grown-up, quote-unquote, that it's silly to tie yourself to someone at that age because yeah. like – Let's say 35 is who you'll be at age 60. I know. Actually, it feels – I think that's kind of – there's something to that theory. I know a couple couples that like were together when they were young. Yeah. And then they spent like college and post-college apart and then like reconnected. Oh, so it's I think like, that's really important to like have that growth. And you think that like, oh, I'm not going to want to be with this person after they fuck a bunch of other people. And, right. And you know what? Sometimes when you're like – 28, 29, 30, you're mature enough to realize that that doesn't actually matter who they fucked. If anything, it helps them grow and mature in a way that you couldn't because they're dealing with life and love and breakups and heartache. I feel like that's the new high school sweetheart is that, you know, like our parents were high school sweethearts, went to college or went to prom together, got married young. Now it's going to be like, they were high school sweethearts. Of course they broke up yeah. for, you know, uh, a baker's dozen years. And now, now, they get, now they're back together. H- hooked up with a ton of other people. I mean, this my mom was everywhere. Out. everywhere. Oh, my goodness. My dad was a pimp from 22 to 30. Couldn't time down. But then my mom Two came real back. Swingers. Uh, so why don't you do that? Why don't you give that a shot? If you love something, let him go. I have a feeling if you just... If you uh, got rid of your boyfriend for a little time, you hung out with this whisper guy, there's a chance you won't like him either. Oh, yeah, but think about all the uh, all the other people you can meet on Whisper and Tinder and Snapchat. Like, oh, my. Have a ball. Yeah. Have a ball and have them all. <laughs> uh, but we, you're not a terrible person, right? I don't think she's a terrible person. But I, do th- I don't think that you can put your breakup on your boyfriend. It's, it's on you. You're growing distant. You have... You have met somebody on Whisper and didn't stop it moving to Snapchat and didn't stop it moving to phone calls and are keeping this. He's a man child. You're keeping a like a pretty bad secret from your boyfriend right now. So like you're a woman child. Yeah, no, I don't. I just think she's putting a lot of blame on the boyfriend for like why she's uh, straying from the relationship. And you should just accept the fact that. It's fine that you've done that, but it means that you shouldn't be in a relationship. Also, calling someone a man-child isn't really an insult when they're actually 19. a teenager. Yeah. That is a man-child. Definition. You're the, yeah. man, you're the man of children. I, now that I'm 31, when people insult me and say that I'm <laughs> acting like a 19-year-old, yeah. then, it, then it hurts. Yeah. Then but you... a 19-year-old acting like a 19-year-old, that's pretty good. That's accurate. That's fine. Status quo. At, at worst, he's an 18-year-old, a slightly younger man-child. Uh, All right, let's take a break. Think another sponsor. We'll be back with more questions. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to 
you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms. Give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect. It's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when <laughs> I was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. What up? What up? Uh, you, you wanted to mention Laughable. Oh, yeah. That guy that came by the office. And we're, so we're on, we're on a new podcast app called Laughable. Do you know what Laughable is, little buddy? Yeah, it's a it's a podcasting app to discover help discover new comedy podcasts. Right. So you just download it on your iPhone, and then uh, not only do they have like every episode of If I Were You, it's also a nice because the iTunes Store is kind of confusing. So this uh, it has like every Headgum podcast right there uh, on the Laughable app, and the final cool thing that they do is like if you like listening to me or Amir or Jeff or Dave or Mike. You can uh, click on that person's profile. Oh, right. And it shows every podcast that they've ever guested on. And he had to do that by hand. There's no, like, algorithm to find Yeah, he's that. just an insane man. <laughs> but you, so, like, I clicked on my, my name and it's, like, every time I've ever been on my mom's podcast or every time I've ever been on, like, the, the fantasy basketball podcast. Right. Every time I've been interviewed, even, with, like, with you or not. 
and even in non-headgum podcasts because if you go to headgum.com and like the people's page that's all the times you appeared on a headgum podcast right he does every podcast Scarborough county dudes yeah exactly or if you want to hear more like ben schwartz it's like him on comedy bang bang and him on our show so if you're looking for an easy way to discover new podcasts comedy podcasts laughable seems to be a cool way to do it um, but what else? What's going on in your life, man? Uh, let's see here. Um, you sprained the old ankle? Oh, yeah. That was new. I I played basketball, and I jumped up for a rebound. Uh, so a basketball game that didn't matter, I was trying to get a rebound that mattered even less because it was such a small part of that game. And then when I landed, I landed on Billy's heel. Billy's the strongest man we know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it crushed you. <laughs> and I rolled my ankle. I landed on my foot sideways, basically. And I fell to the ground. I was an adult, sort of trying not to scream in mm. pain. I don't know if you've ever felt extreme, instant, surprising pain. When or, I broke my heel. Right. But I thought you said even when that happened, you're like, oh, that, that was, it didn't feel as bad as it actually was. I, I didn't writhe on the ground. But I mean, it, that was like probably the most painful thing I experienced in my adult life. Yeah. So I land, I twist, I, I roll my ankle, I... I ran, I'm writhing on the floor, squeezing like my ankle area as, I don't know, natural instinct. And someone said the first thing I yell, which I don't even remember, was, Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> like for stopping the game? Yeah. like This my, is going to be an inconvenience for a little bit. My first instinct when I was in the most pain I've been in forever was to apologize to everyone else for ruining their game. And then they're like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, oh, it really? And then like, I just like flashing forward. I'm like, all right, I can't go out tonight. Uh, I, can't, I really hope I can walk by the time the tour starts. Fuck, I just two to three, four. I don't know if it's broken. I don't know how inconvenient this is. Oh, man. Like when you're, when you're getting sick, you, you have like a few like hours or days. You're like, I think I'm getting sick. Oh, I can mentally prepare myself. Oh, no, I think it's happening. Right, you try to stave it off. Yeah, oh, it's here. The ankle injury is just like, I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm playing basketball. And now I can't walk for a few days. Yeah. And I don't know. And it's confusing because, like, did you hear it pop? I'm like, I didn't hear it pop, but it felt like it popped. What did it pop? I don't know. Is it broken? Is it bleeding? Is it bruised? It's like getting struck by lightning. Just like one second, everything's <laughs> fine. Next, everything is in shambles. Yeah. It's like I've never dealt with, like, personal tragedy, but it felt like the low stakes version of that where it's oh. people like – I don't know, one minute it was it was good, and then the next it just they all say, went away. They say it never happens to you. Right, exactly. So it was like that, but just with my foot hurting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm carried off the court by Billy and Oren. Uh, they bring me to the sideline so they can continue their game. I'm sort of just on my back, <laughs> contemplating how bad this is. Is it broken? Do I have to go to the like, hospital? Are you in excruciating pain that, during that whole time, uh, too? That, I'm like squeezing it, and it's sort of like throbbing but subsiding. So like it was like... A pang of pain and then just like a, a slow throb. You're thinking like, oh, I can walk this off. This is yeah. Maybe okay. I can like limp off. It's either like I can limp off or like I broke it and I have to like get a cast and crutches for weeks. Oh man. Uh, laying down, I tried to stand up. I can't stand on it. Can't put any weight on it. Billy then has to take an ace bandage that somebody had and wrap my heel ankle around it because he knows how to do that because he plays rugby. I don't know how to wrap my heel because I've never played a sport where I injured myself. Of course. Then Billy uh, lifts me up, basically. Fireman carry. <laughs> Borderline fireman carry. Again, all the way home. Warren, <laughs> all the way, basically a quarter mile to my car. So they're lifting me up, and I'm like... Could you drive? Because it's my left foot. Oh, it's your left foot that you hurt. They basically plot me in my car. I'm driving with my right hand. My shoe is off. I get home. I'm parked, you know, like 
30 feet from the elevator and I have to hop on one foot all the way home holding my shoe. And I was thinking how sad it would be and like how this probably happened once where a guy's hopping on right, his right foot and like he rolls oh, yeah. it. <laughs> like, that's imagine happened, I, that's I happened sprained more than both once, ankles. For sure. <laughs> that's so sad. Uh, then I actually, get... literally, I, when I was, when I had my broken heel and I was, I used to hop upstairs on my left foot, there was one time where I twisted my ankle <laughs> and it hurt for like, it was, it was pretty painful, but it was one of those things where you just like, you know, also sometimes when you twist your ankle, you can, you're like, oh fuck. And then you walk it off and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I just I, tweaked it. Yeah. I, I dodged a bullet. It. Yeah. That's, yeah. That happened to me. And I was, I went through that same like worst case scenario thing. Like, yeah. holy shit, wheelchair. I don't even. <laughs> wheelchair, which is actually might be a step up from the scooter you had. Oh yeah, I would have yeah. loved to be in a wheelchair. But you, someone has to push you everywhere, especially motorized. Or you get like, yeah, that's. I they mean, gave you a wheelchair at the airport. I pushed you around in the wheelchair. Oh, that was incredible! <laughs> Just absolutely incredible. Everywhere I went, I at, like we went to a museum. I think in London, <laughs> everywhere I went that like felt like should have a wheelchair, I used to ask if they had a wheelchair because it was such an upgrade. It was so nice. Why well, stand when you can sit? Yeah. Uh, then I got home. My my, I, I took off the bandage and it was like kind of like that scene in Batman where the Joker like takes off the bandage and sees it for the first time. Huge swollen ankle. Like a, it looks like there's a little grapefruit underneath the skin. I send you the photo because we're supposed to go out dancing that night. I was at dinner when you sent me that photo. Oh, really? Or no, wait, not at dinner. I was at, I was at lunch uh, with two of the people <laughs> we were supposed to go out with that night. And uh, I just like looked at my phone and was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I showed it to them, and each of them had the same reaction. It was so swollen. It was so weird. It was like, uh, I guess when your body is hurt, like it sends fluid to like protect the area, and it was so like banged up, maybe ligaments strained or torn or whatever, Ugh. that there was like a pocket, a bubble of of fluid to protect it. I really felt like someone was pushing a tennis ball out from inside my ankle. It was That's so it big. Like. It was so disgusting. Uh, and then I'm like, I think I can't go out tonight i have to lay down for 48 hours it's really sad because it was shabbat shalom yeah. motherfucker dance party <laughs> at booty la a jewish themed mashup party which was basically like a second bar mitzvah that i missed fortunately you went on without me yeah i said you should be brave and go on without me but i really wanted you guys to not go we had already bought the ticket yeah before you even said <laughs> uh Three days later, feeling fine. I can walk on it now. Now the swelling has gone down and the bruising is gone. You can't like run and jump on it though. Yeah, no running and jumping. Does it hurt like, when you walk on it? Uh, it feels like a bruise, not like so sprained that I can't walk. That's good. But now it's like starting to get cool colors. It's like purple and kind of yellowish green. I'm looking forward to the next steps of it. Did I heal super fastly? Sure. That's kind of impressive actually. The the Like a lot of basketball players take weeks off. And I, I think I diagnosed myself with a grade three sprain, which is legit fractured bones. Wow. So you diagnosed yourself based on how bad you thought it hurt. <laughs> yeah, it so killed. other people that have more of like a high tolerance for pain might have called your sprain. And... <laughs> Absolutely. Grade one, if not sure. anything at all. I see. And now I'm fully recovered. Bones completely healed. What well, was never broken. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? But I'm glad to have survived. Good work. Enough about my problems. Why don't we answer some other people's problems? Very nice. Including segue. a 17-year-old from Canada whose name is? Uh, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau writes, I'm 17 and I accidentally ordered three packages to my old house. I moved <laughs> five months ago. One of those is a digital scale for selling weed. What do I do? All the packages will arrive in separate shipments and I would like to minimize my interactions with my parents about this. 
Thanks, bitch. Oh, he sent them to his parents' house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Um, did you ever have that scale? I did. Didn't you, like, sell weed? Yeah, when I was in <laughs> high school or maybe, like, a little in college. I can't but this, you, did you have the digital one or you had that real shit? I had a digital one. So it was, like, you put it on and then it says how many grams or ounces. Yeah. and then it's how a, m- That's a cooking scale. People use it for cooking as well. You can measure out coffee grinds on that thing. Yeah, this is you talking to his parents. <laughs> so I, well, I would just... I was measuring oregano. It said a pinch of turmeric, and you I didn't want to overdo it. You say it. that you're getting into high-end coffee grinding, <laughs> and that, they'll buy that. An espresso, I'm an espresso man. Yeah, I think it's fine. So you just say you're using it for different purposes. You're using it to cook. And your parents would believe you if you told them that? Um, I don't know. They'd have to. <laughs> because I'm their little baby. If You have to buy the lie. You have to believe the lie, all right? <laughs> You have to buy the lie if you want to abide. The fib is fact. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> the lies become truth as you believe them to be so. And then you're unimpeachable. You haven't actually used the scale for weed yet. Right. There is no evidence. You say, fuck it, fine. If you don't, want, if you don't believe me that I'm going to use this to cook, then, then return it. I don't even care. And then you ship the thing to your actual house. The, uh, the other two packages are a grinder. <laughs> and two pounds of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I was using the weed to cook coffee, <laughs> <laughs> which is still bad. Yeah, that's honestly it still worse. gets you high. Uh, all right, there are ways to basically uh, lie about it. You can, and I mean, I don't know how recently you did it, but you can also contact the um, the shipping facility and have them reroute the package. Mm. Getting real, real technical about it. Real MacGyver. Uh, All right. Let's answer one last question. Fair enough. Let's do it. Uh, College student living in Europe named Harry Styles. Yes, dude. Harry Styles writes, So I started university a month ago, and I plan to meet a girl there who's my cousin's cousin. I've been talking to her for a month now, and we seem to be getting along real well. I'm starting to like her and was wondering if I could move forward with her or... If, in her mind, the idea of being related, not by blood, meant we could only be friends. Thanks for the answer. Cheers and toda. Love, Harry Styles. Cousin's cousin? Yeah, which could be your brother, but I think he means cousin's cousin in the opposite direction. Right, right. Like a married, a cousin's married to a sister whose cousin is this. Yeah, I mean, in the olden days, that's who you had to marry. You yeah, know? <laughs> this is you telling your friends. Listen, I mean, my options are limited. Uh, Back in the olden days, that's I think, considered the best thing, best possible outcome. I feel like when you meet somebody that's like this close, but also this far removed, yeah, it romances on like everybody's mind. Oh, really? Like it's a weird, forbidden, incestuous thing? I don't know. If it's like forbidden and incestuous, but it, it, it's. It's like the first thing you do is be like, wait, this we're not actually related by blood. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe I'm just fucked up. Would you be down? My cousin I I don't think I know any of my cousins' cousins. I know, but hypothetically, you met a cousin's cousin and they're not related to you and it's Oh a, yeah, of course. You'd be down. Yeah. You wouldn't be afraid. Yeah. I would be so anti it. I would be like, all I'm thinking about is like explaining to people, my friends, how we met. Like, yeah, it's my cousin's cousin. Oh my god, no, I'm not like that, not by blood. But still, the damage is done. It's, it's a, a stigma. You, they don't even. If my cousin's cousin, you just say a family friend. <laughs> but the, someone will fucking find out that it's a cousin's cousin. And then you'd be like, why does that matter? My cousin's 
It's my cousin's cousin. It's not my cousin. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels wrong. There's like a stigma attached to it. And I'd rather not even deal with it ever. Fine. She's a 10. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that she was a dime? I know. A and I feel show? bad. I don't know. I, I feel so weird about it. I can't get over it. It's sort of like, what can you get over if you really don't care? Like, it didn't even seem to phase you at all. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> you actually answered the question thinking it was just the cousin. <laughs> I mean, it's not like my sister. Right. I'm... <laughs> Jeez, I, uh, cousin's cousin. That's not really. It's not relation. <laughs> By the way, your cousin's cousins are your sisters. Think oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Oh my god, <laughs> you fucking pervert! Don't even. <laughs> Do not bring my sisters into this. Yeah, imagine your cousin had. Yeah, I mean, you never met. Like, let's say your. I can't imagine my cousin's cousin because I don't think I've ever met my cousin's cousins. It would Maybe be. I have. You know, like how you, it's your mom's. Sister, oh, your dad's sisters. Who, which cousin are you closest with? Um, I, I, all, I love all of my cousins equally. I'll talk. We'll say um, my my cousin uh, Madeline because I think she listens to the podcast. Okay, but I don't so know that's, if she still does. That's your mom's sister's daughter. My mom's, uh, my mom's brother's daughter. Right. So if Madeline's mother, who yeah. is my aunt, but not uh, not by relation, exactly had a sister, had a sister. And that sister, sister had, had a different a husband. Yeah, a different husband. Like, so far, so we're completely out of my family's bloodline. <laughs> and uh, that that had a daughter. Who that was... had a that family? <laughs> those two humans had a daughter. Yeah, and she was really beautiful. Yeah, and you're like, and yeah, we're like... both Madeline's cousin. That yeah. doesn't freak you out a little bit? It, no, it's funny. If anything, <laughs> we both have the same cousin, cousin Madeline, and now we're fucking. <laughs> It's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird, but it's so it's so like not enough it, to stop you. I just feel like it we it weaves around every obstacle so perfectly, <laughs> stuck the landing. Yeah, it's 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 completely fine. It it checks every box. We're all good on every front. Yeah, you would it wouldn't slow you down at all. It's I guess it's kind Does of it funny give you pause. It's, like, it's my we both we would both have the same aunt. <laughs> Yes, which is funny. <laughs> you're still the way it's, you say it. It's, it's like all funny. You're amused. It's by all it. so many people had their first kisses with their like with their cousins in the garage during like family reunions. It's I, such a th it's a th it's definitely a thing. <laughs> now you're getting a little too close for comfort. Well, I, I mean, I would never do that. No, of course not. Uh, all right, <laughs> they call it kissing cousins. Yeah, both of the K. Uh, all right, so if I were you, I would not do it. Jake would do it. Sounds about right. <laughs> that that's sort of like the answer to all of our questions. Jake uh, says it's cool. Amir <laughs> says uh, proceed with caution, <laughs> with such caution that you're I'm not saying, doing it anymore. Dive right in. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, that's it. Bonus Thursday episode in the books. Thanks for listening. Uh, I don't know what else to say. We're we're on the road this weekend. Hopefully, you can come out and hang out with us. If not. We'll be back Monday with another regularly scheduled podcast. Yes, tickets still on sale for our three shows. So if you're on the fence, I don't know why you've stayed on the fence this long. But jakeandamir.com is the tickets for everything. Oh, shit. Uh, the email address, if you have your own questions, is if I were you show at gmail.com. Opening theme song was a Weezer cover. The closing one, also another Weezer cover. Hey, yo. Let me look who did this one. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, Josh No Joshua on SoundCloud 
wrote this. My huh. name is Jonas Cover. Interesting. I introduced myself as Joshua this podcast. Josh, no Joshua, though. Uh, SoundCloud. Thanks to Josh. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to... Uh, I, I read I that remembered. as Josh? No. Joshua. <laughs> oh, so it's the opposite of what he wanted. <laughs> uh, and Emily was the one who wrote the opening theme song. All right. We'll be back on Monday. Bye. Cheers. My name is Jay. I can't do the hair. I'm sorry. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>